0: Well, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How are we doing out there? I hope this finds you all very, very well. I am Paul Treadner, the host here on The Green, and I hope everyone's having a blessed day. We have so much to be grateful for and to be blessed for. I like to start all my shows with that because it's just really nice to, to know how grateful we are. Uh, What do we have to be grateful for? Well, check out the weather. It's September, but we got a little cool front coming down. Cool front for us right now is about 89 degrees. (laughs) That's a cool front. But no, great beaches. We got great golf courses with super good prices. If you look around, Flagler County has got some really, really good golf courses. How about the fishing in, in Flagler County? So we got so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful to have two Members of Hammock Dunes, a friend of mine, Dan Ignatuck, is with me. And John Heisey. I just met John for the first time. John, this morning. Nice to have Good you. Good morning. gentlemen, in the studio. A uh, couple things we're going to go over, gentlemen. First off, we're going to do the State of the Union for Hammock Dunes, gentlemen. Okay, we're going to see where we're at with that. Two is we're going to see how your golf games are going. And we're also going to tell a little story of how you guys got down here, how you found Palm Coast. Um, because a lot of folks listening right now, Found it similar to how you guys do it. So how did I find Palm Coast? I found Palm Coast. My dad was a cop in Suffolk County right across the Long Island Sound. You two gentlemen are from Connecticut. Is that correct? Right. So um, my dad was a cop. They they being ITT marketed to the civil service up there. So that's how my dad found a property. I was getting into Palm Coast, that is, uh, the golf business, as you know. And I moved here in 90. What year did you all come down?
1: I came down in 2000.
0: 2000. Okay. And the story behind that, we'll get into that in just a minute. But, uh, and then also the third thing I want to go over, John. So you're doing a really cool thing with trying to play the top 100 golf courses from 2000, 2001. Is that correct? Correct. And that's a great story. I'm going to hold that to the end. We're going to save the best for last. Okay, okay. that's pretty cool how that came about and all that good stuff. So, uh, Hammock Dunes. Let's talk about Hammock Dunes. The Creek Course has been closed for a couple months now, or how yeah, long? Yeah, since May. Since May. And what is going on over there? What are we? What are we doing
2: to the golf course and everything? Is it just a? Is it a total? Not a to, not a total renovation. Renovation. Uh, well, it's first of all, it's a five million dollar renovation. Yeah. Creek Course is 21 years old. Uh, so you have end of life on a lot of things out there is like the 21 greens. 21 years old? Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. Time flies. It does. That's so amazing. one of the things we're doing is uh, we're replacing all of the greens Yeah. from scratch. Um, we're nice. do, replacing all of the irrigation. We had some drainage issues up there. And yeah. unfortunately, in the $5 million project… Yeah. Uh, $2.5 million is underground, so you're not going to see it. But not it's something, that, it. something yeah. that you have to do.
0: So the what I've found, too, being in the golf business basically my whole life was, at, well, every technology is getting better and better, from irrigation heads to whatever. But the drainage was not as good as it was. They used to use this little... Six-inch pipes, you know, now they're using the 12-inch pipes for drainage, I'm talking about, you know. Just everything has gotten
2: so much better with the golf courses. So how is it coming along, and when is it finished? When are they slated to finish it's, that up? It's coming good. Yeah. Um, but what when you say about the technology, this yeah. is the f- third renovation I've been part of. Sure. And the way that we do things now is just so much different because of the uh, – uh, the lasering and everything that you right. can do that you used to do by hand, that it's all done by computer right now. Uh, we're, we're aiming to open up November 8th. November 8th, so and a couple uh, months out. Yeah. November's got to be Jonesy, and I'm sure the Lynx course is busy, busy, busy. Right it is, now. but it, it's yeah. summertime, so during yeah. the summer it's a little bit slower sure. with the snowbirds. No doubt. But it's, it's working right. out well. That's very cool, very cool. Um, tough golf course. I mean, I played the creek.
0: Six times, maybe you know, half a dozen times with some pros, and never played a qualifier there. But y'all have the U.S. Open qualifier there, and it beats them up every year, doesn't it?
1: It's, it's yeah, qualifier has been held there uh, four to four to five times. Sure, and and yeah, I mean the scores are. Very few people that's, that end up going under par on that.
0: Are they changing any tee boxes? Are they widening anything that you know, Dan and John? Or yeah, are they-
2: two ma- yeah, I'm pretty involved in it. Are you? And, okay. and, and yeah. two major things that we're doing mm-hmm. is if you remember the seventh hole is a very, very difficult par three. Yes, um, we have totally Total blown carry, totally blown it with uh, no bailout on the right. You're right. dead if you if you miss yeah, by a yard. I do. So mm-hmm. you know we've worked with Reese Jones, good, and uh, we've totally redone that one to make it fairer, but still we're adding some challenging things in there. Sure. That hole will lo- look totally different to you when you play it this cool. time. And Looking then the 12th hole is another par 3 that we've totally blown up. It's yes. depending on the tees it's anywhere from 140 to 170 yards for the ladies about 100 um and we've uh, really that was a short changed.
0: one, short look, the elevated green. Yeah. Yes. Great. Exactly, and oh, one of the good.
2: challenges there, yeah. Paul, is that when you hit it from the men's tees, sure. the the uh, green itself was very narrow. Yeah, and if you went over it, you went down to what was all coquina in the back. Yeah, and the members. So you're looking at and Jones, maybe bogey, sometimes uh, double on if that. If you got you a, if you easily, got a four yeah. when you got back there, you were you, you were stealing. <laughs>
1: so so. The, the changes really are going to going to help playability, I think. The members. Yeah, and you know that's important Let's face
0: you know, I mean, come on I mean, when you have different sets of T-markers Right, so if you're a good player, John, you're five Or four, something like right. that And Dan, you're right there, single digit Um yeah, I mean, you can go back and play it as hard as you want back in the further tees, but it's got to be member friendly. But, yeah,
2: uh, it's, well, it's if you point. play from the back, it's it's a tough, tough course. It is. Uh, it is. When we play the Florida Open and the mm. Florida Am and things like that, we don't sure. we don't nearly play back there, mm-hmm. or they would <laughs> they'd really get beat up. Even those guys. Now
0: your games personally, uh, I had a, sh- a couple weeks ago. I had Jack Ross. I'm in. Okay, whose folks are good friends of mine. I've known them for years, Kristen and Joe, and they are members out of Hammock Dunes. And Joe is really his son and my son went to, you know, three years old. We went to preschool together. My son's doing baseball. Jack's doing golf. Anyway, uh, I gave Jack a tip of the full rotation shoulder turn. And last uh, last week, I also had no guests and I went over really some good teaching programs. Dan, tell me how that helped you on what I'm talking about is the left shoulder going over your right
2: knee on your backswing. Well, first of all, that was a great interview you had with Jack. He's a great young man. He mm-hmm. plays in our games. We run a oh, single-digit oh, game, oh, and whenever he can, well, school's gotten in the way, but sure. during the summer he plays with us. That is super but,
0: cool. I told him, you've got to play with better players. If you want to get better as a junior, you've got to elevate your game, and that starts with playing better players.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. And, well, one of the things you had told him, I listened mm-hmm. to that interview. Yeah. and you had told them about when you get into the tense moments and yeah. you're coming down the wire yes. the importance of constant importance of concentrating on getting that shoulder all the way around yes uh, shoulder under the chin and i thought about it and i went through what i do and i said i think i do it but i don't i don't do and it yeah. Espe- especially when you get older yes. especially when you get older so, Paul, I went out, and, yeah. uh, and I used your tip the next time I did, and cool. I hadn't struck the ball that well in a long time. So I thank you for that. No, you better send welcome. him a bill, Paul. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're going great for lessons. Okay, when we play next time, I'll, lunch is on. I'll tell on you, you, you know, you're, you're my guest at Hammock Noons <laughs> next time. That sounds great. But, no,
0: honestly, folks, um, I thought I had a good shoulder to turn too. Honest, I did. And where I got that tip from – and. Brandel Chambly. he was right around Augusta, maybe right before Augusta. So I'm going back to March, just a few months ago. So I went out and I tried it and I said, wow, it really felt like it gave me about another inch or two of shoulder turn. I don't know what it is, but it really helped my game out. So I'm grateful for that. You know,
1: John, how about yourself? Your game is in good shape right now. How are you feeling with that? You know, your game is never in good shape. You right. borrow it. You, you own it. it. So true. from day to day, it, it can change dramatically. And like anything else, you continue to, to try to improve. And, you know, with that said, I'm just going to kind of go off what you just said. Uh, last uh, show, I
0: talked about the importance of having very simple thought processes on the golf course. So many amateurs have too much going on, and a lot of it's negative. You can't have that. You can't have that. you got to have one or two thought process, and it may change from your driver to your irons to chipping to putting, you know what I mean? And I just think that's so important. You can bet your bottom dollar. The guys and gals we watch on TV Sunday afternoon, their caddy is telling them, hey, John, you know, just get your left shoulder over your right knee. Whatever that player tells him to, to, to you know, tell them right before the shot. So the lesson is really have and understand what thought process makes you swing the golf club best. And that's – as elementary as that sounds, it's so important. There was a member out of Palaka, Greg Jungerberg, and he said, golf thought process is like a wood key in the old wooden ships. They would rot out after a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> so you would have to get a new wood key thought. It lasted that long. Yeah, huh? yeah exactly. And sometimes it changes from one to the next, but uh, – Amazing. So, uh, John, we're going hey, uh, to take just a couple-minute break here, okay? And uh, what we're going to do is come back. We're going to talk, John, about your venture into the 100 golf courses, see where you're at with that, which is really far into it. So, uh, you know, I just think it's a great story, folks. Stay tuned. John is going to talk about 96 golf courses he's already played. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Be right back.
3: Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF.
0: Welcome back, folks. I've got two guests, two friends in studio today, Mr. Dan Ignatuck and Mr. John Heisey from Hammock Dunes Club. Beautiful, beautiful private club that I worked at. I don't know if you guys know that, but I worked at Hammock Dunes from 93 to 95. I was the assistant pro. I want to throw this at you at the end, which I will, and I'm going to tell you a couple nice stories from over there. But first, John, great story. So uh, how it is, folks, there are some – clubs, call it whatever you will, that play, you know, a hundred different golf courses or something to that effect. Um, John, you went overseas to play in Scotland and Ireland. And then tell us the story. How did, your, how did this start to where your journey began to, to play a hundred of the best golf courses?
1: I had some friends in the, uh, the broadcasting business in New York who uh, were put together a trip over to Scotland and Ireland uh, back in 98. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be included, and we went in, for two weeks, a week in, mm-hmm. in Ireland, or a week in Scotland, cool. and just had a blast. And we had a a van uh, in the in Ireland, and mm-hmm. we had a, a uh, driver whose name was Benny Enrider. He was a typical Irish guy, and he was sure. a lot of fun, and we were with him for a week. And um, the reason I'm bringing it up is because uh, when the trip was done, we decided that uh, our group was going to be called the Benny N Riders. After, cool. <laughs> after, and we had a great time. Is and, that group still going, by uh, chance? Well, actually, that what, that group we went on uh, five different trips uh-huh. uh, to either Scotland or Ireland or England over the years. Cool. And um, I was one of my friends who also happened to be a client had given me a a, a pegboard. Sure. And the pegboard was a list of the golf magazine top 100 courses in the world. Nice. Uh, from 2000, and uh, he gave it to me, and I said, "Oh, well, look, I've on these trips, I played uh, some of these courses over there, and <laughs> it started me on this quest to play as many as I could, and I've gotten to the point where uh, I've played 95 of the hundred. Wow. And uh, it's all really." The golf has been terrific, but the people that you meet in golf (laughs) have been so terrific. It really is.
0: Is there anything like a common denominator for all the best golf courses? Obviously, the design, you know, you're playing some of the best design golf courses from the famous designers. But is there anything else that
1: stands out from the best to not the best? You know what I mean? There is. It's it's interesting because this list is now – Twenty three years old. Yeah. So some courses, I think, have even gotten better. Sure. But there's some that. Right. Have seen better days. Sure. And, and have been replaced on the list. As sure. a matter of fact, there's out of the hundred now, the golf magazine, 20 some years sure. later, a third of them have revolved and switched on the on the list. So uh, some are in better shape, some are in worse. But the, the whole to me, the experience of playing all these courses mm-hmm. has been a fun. Sure. Trip. And the golf has been great, Mm -hmm. no matter where you're playing. Sure thing. But the people that have been involved and the ones who have helped me along the way have really made it a a, a fun time. Do most courses have
0: caddies? Are you taking carts or caddies majority of the time?
1: Uh, That's a good question. There's a combination. Uh, Many of the courses outside of the U.S. are walking. Yeah. Walking courses. I know that, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's more with carts in the U.S., but many of them are not. So I would say over half of them have been – uh, courses that you walk.
0: Now, obvious, the obvious question, you know, obviously the best, I mean, there's so many, they, I mean, I've heard from some pros that Bally Bunyan over in Oregon, I guess it's, uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm, what uh, are my like Dunes? dunes in Oregon? Sorry. Are, is incredible. Have you played them? And, and where does the, where do those rank?
1: I, I have, uh, mm-hmm. I played it when the the first two were there uh-huh. and, yeah. and, uh, they are terrific. They're as close to, uh, Playing in Ireland, and Scotland, still be in the states. That there is, uh-huh. they're fantastic. Uh, they're both ranked in the in the top hundred. They have been ever since they opened, uh, right? Opened, yeah. yeah. And they're they're just a tremendous. Tr- and now they're up to to five or six courses. So mm-hmm. you could literally spend a week there. In the United States, what
0: what courses? Top five? I mean, I know you you played Augusta National, which is just amazing, huh?
1: What month did you play Augusta? I'm curious. <laughs> Was it close
0: to the tournament in April or no?
1: No, I I played it in January, and uh-huh. and uh, uh, I have my wife to thank for for uh-huh. that. Okay. She uh, she badgered uh, somebody who used to be in our business, uh, who worked for CBS uh-huh. for two years, to get me on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I ended up uh, getting a call saying. Uh, we've got this this guy, his last name is Murray. He and his brother are going to take you out uh, to play. And it was January the 23rd. Cool. uh, And it was a present for my 60th birthday. Nice. So I went up there and uh, met them across the street Mm -hmm. because they wouldn't allow me to drive in. Uh Uh, They picked me up. And uh, when we went to the front gate, we all had to show our IDs. And Uh we went to, uh, uh, to the drive down Magnolia Lane and... I'm all excited, and these guys are kind of stiff. You know, it's not like "Hi, how are you." It's like, are okay, these members this. of the club? They're members of the club. Okay. Their last name w- w- was Murray, and right, um, I'm going down, ign- and I'm about jumping out of the, <laughs> the passenger seat because I'm so excited. <laughs> Absolutely, and, but they're not saying anything, and I'm I'm looking around at everything, and we get to the parking lot, and uh, we pull in, and this car pulls in next to us, and. This is how, how things work out. The guy that gets out of the cart next to us happens to be a former client of mine. Come and the on. only person that I know who's a member of Augusta National. And he gets out and goes, "John, how are you?" gives me a b- big bear hug. Well, all of a sudden, the two my two hosts yeah, now are, "Hey John, come on, <laughs> it's, let's us go in. It's great it's, it's great to see you." It's all changed, yeah. Yeah. Did up- y'all foreplay? We we all nice. we all played. Yep. We uh, we ended up having a frost delay, so they gave me a tour of the the champions Beautiful. and and the crow's nest and and everything else, and uh, had a wonderful caddy out there uh, who saved me so many strokes. it was really or just everything, everything just where to chip putty. it and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yep. but uh, you know, it's it's one of those those experiences that you'll yeah. never forget because. They also s- said, uh, give your camera to my caddy, was Eddie. And they said, give your camera to Eddie, and he'll put you in the right spots and take the photos for you where Beautiful. you want to be. Which, and you Which, didn't even know he was taking them, probably. I was taking <clears> them. <throat> Which is good. And, but if you recall, it was kind of right after Bubba Watson had won oh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, playoffs yeah, yeah, yeah. where he hit that unbelievable shot on yeah. the 10th hole. Yes. Uh, a Let's 90-degree wedge. And uh, when we got to 10, I said, Eddie, give me the camera. I want to go down and yeah. see where, where Bubba was. And he took me down there, and I had my camera. And it was so deep in the woods that when I looked out, I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see the green. Yeah. Couldn't see the, yeah. the, the, the uh, bunkers, anything. So he hit this 90-degree shot, which was unbelievable. It is. And, folks, so as a PJ member, we get access to, and I've
0: been going every year. So right after that, in fact, I watched that with Joe Gutterman. he came come over, and we watched that. And it was incredible. We were really rooting for Bubba. But anyway, I went there because the next year there was a group of people, right? In fact, they had a, a master's a guy there. Just telling people this is where Bubba hit it, blah, 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 you know. But really an amazing, an amazing shot and just an amazing tournament. That was incredible. For the folks listening, uh, in the United States, any courses they can play that's public, obviously. Pinehurst would be one of them. Any courses you would recommend for them to play that's not going to break the bank too bad?
1: Well,. <laughs> If they want to break the bank, they can go to Pebble Beach. Yes, that's four or uh, but, $500, bucks, give right. or take. Uh, it's even more now, I a think. A more now. If they don't uh, want it? to, yeah. Bethpage Black in yes. New York yes. is, uh, is very easy to, to, uh, to play. Well, it's easy on the pocketbook uh, and, and one of the hardest courses around, which is something that I think people would, would love to do.
0: To Long Island, because I'm from Long Island. Yeah. Do you have a favorite golf course on Long Island? Shinnecock. Shinnecock, so you yeah. played it. So 1986, I was a senior in high school. We cut out of class every day and went out to Shinnecock because oh. that's when the Open was, you know. And uh, Jack Nicholas just won the Masters, right, a couple months before that. So we're on to Putton Green, and we're right by the, the little walkway, and Jack Nicholas comes by, and my buddy bumps into Jack so bad. Jack actually was like, what in the heck? And my buddy's all big-eyed, and he goes, Jack Nicholas just bumped into me and said, sorry. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah. But anyway, so Shinnecock, amazing golf course. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't know is in – and Dan, I don't know if you've played much on Long Island, but there are so many great golf courses Within 10, 15 miles of each other. Well, and, and it's
2: incredible. From the time that the list was put together, there's yeah. clubs like Atlantic, like yes. Sabonic, and yes. it's amazing. Friars the Head. New, yes, the new Okay, courses My buddy are coming Shane has been there.
0: caddying at Friars Head ever since. It's a Crenshaw, you know, and I got to play there. I was up there in May. Unfortunately, my, my brother passed away. So we were up there and uh, got to play it, Fryer said, at least a back nine. You know? And a little par three course. Have you played it? That They've got a little par three golf course. No, right I haven't played that. The Friar said, really cool, really cool. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so, hey, a couple questions. Um, so do you know which state, I wonder which state
1: has the most golf courses?
0: Do you know that answer? Is Because there's so many. California. Well, you
1: know. I I do uh for my list. Now, this yeah. list is from it's, 2000. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I I can tell you from that uh it's if you look at the the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania uh-huh. area, they have about and Connecticut, they have about 15 okay. on my list. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is that uh, California had seven, and uh-huh. there's six from Ohio, which I thought was very interesting. Wow, so which, Ohio's got
0: six. So you got Firestone's got to be in there. You no, got. It's got. Uh, Memor- um, Jack's
1: course. Uh, you have Muirfield Village, right. uh, Double Eagle, yeah. uh, the Golf Club, Camargo, Scioto. Scioto, where Jack played as a kid. Sure. Uh, and uh, – Canterbury and Inverness actually is amazing. Yeah, but it, what's interesting is that mm. on my list, Florida only has three. Now, this was before Dream Song and everything else, right? Right, but they only had three at that time. W- what were they? They were, had to have been um, TPC at Sawgrass, okay. uh-huh. uh okay, Seminole, sure, and then also uh, Worldwoods, yeah, uh, the Pine Barrens, yeah. if you've loved been over there.
0: Worldwoods, in fact, Roland Oaks was the second golf course over there, yes, and they had Phil Mickelson, I think, played a match there against someone in Nichelle's wonderful world of golf if i'm not mistaken but anyway um, well that's really cool name the five or four courses you have left john what courses you have left
1: i have five left uh, there's one in the in the us it's cherry hills outside of denver
0: denver so that's where they just had to, we just had, yeah, the just had the amateur and, and that's, there, that's where yeah great. i talked about that was, yeah. that's where uh, arnie one in 64. Yeah. One is U.S. Open. I think it was 64 when he drove the green. But, yeah. uh, our, uh,
1: as a matter of fact, uh, Matt Stewart, who's our director of golf at Hammock Dunes, mm-hmm. and I are planning a trip out there. Oh, so cool. we'll do that. And then uh, uh, there's one in Australia that I have not played. There's four in Australia, but one I haven't played Royal Adelaide, and then also one in New Zealand, Para Para Umu Beach, which um, Dan and I and uh, a third buddy of ours, Michael O'Brien, uh, we're going to make a trek down there in uh, January and February. Just a short little trip down in just New a short little trip down there, <laughs> uh, and and we're going to play uh, seven That's or eight amazing. courses, including those two. So I'll get those, and then the last two. Uh, one is called uh, Morfontaine. It's outside of Paris. Yeah, you have to play with a member, and I have a, I know somebody who's a member, so I'll have to work around his schedule. And then the yeah. last one is Durban in South Africa. Wow, amazing!
0: So after you complete. Would you come back on the show guys, both of you? Come sure. back on the show for sure? Definitely, man. So look, I told you it's a quick show. It's only 30 minutes. So we only we're wrapping it up right here, but uh really cool. I I look forward to teaming it up with you guys number 1. Um, is it what time Wednesday's y'all? Well, we'll figure that out afterwards, but cuz I got it
2: We'll figure it out. We play, we play other days of the week, too, Paul. We'll, sure. We'll, we'll get you out.
0: Absolutely. I want to see John Bystener. I haven't seen John Bystena in a while. Now, Dan, you and I met, though, back in Hammock Beach days, correct? Yeah. Yes. I was you a a member. remember I, Hammock
2: Beach? Yeah. Right? I, I live at Hammock Dunes. Gotcha. Uh, I had always belonged there, and yep. then I decided to also get a membership over there. Which, sure, like Steve right Davis after, did. Like Steve Davis, right. like mm-hmm. like, sure. uh, like a bunch of guys. And it afforded us to, in addition to the creek and the links, we also had the ocean course and the conservatory. Four, and how do could you, you
0: imagine it? how great four golf courses are within literally, I don't know, three-mile circumference or whatever it is? You We're know very I mean? blessed, aren't we? Very yeah. blessed. Yeah. And that's why I, 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 you know, sometimes we just need to be knocked in the head a few times with that. But, <laughs> no, hey, I appreciate you guys coming on. And, Dan, thank you for your feedback on Folks, having a good rotation of your upper body is so important, and not only with the full swing. That goes for for pitching, 50-yard shots. You have to have a good rotation of your upper body. Folks, next week, I'm hoping to have Alexa on. her and her father, Rick. If you don't know who they are, go ahead and Google them. Alexa is just a superstar. You're going to hear a lot of her. So thank you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Have a great week. Keep it in the short grass and tune in next week. Hopefully we'll have Alexa Panawan for you. Take care.
3: Want to flex your golf skills, but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF.